I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. A massive lawsuit for sexual assault and defamation, among other claims, has been filed against Matt Schlapp, who heads CPAC, which is the very powerful MAGA extremist group that throws all of those weird events where they have the fireworks and they have all of the performative, weird MAGA political prisoners, our January 6th insurrectionist boots, all of those very strange things. Well, Matt Schlapp is being accused. We previously reported about it here at the Midas Touch Network. He's being accused by a former staffer of the Herschel Walker campaign of sexually assaulting this former male staffer while this male staffer was driving Schlapp back to his hotel in the Atlanta area. Now, there's a lot of corroborating information, including text message, a contemporaneous recording by this male staffer who used to work for the Walker campaign when the campaign existed. Um, and all of that is laid out in a very diligent manner in this lawsuit that was just filed against Schlapp. And not only is the lawsuit against Schlapp, it's also filed against Matt Schlapp's wife, Mercedes Schlapp, who then went around, it is alleged, and defamed uh, this victim of sexual assault by Matt Schlapp and tried to claim that this individual was not really a Republican strategist and that this was someone who had been fired from his other jobs and that this is a serial liar. And so this individual who's not identified by their name in the lawsuit, sexual assault victims can be identified as just John Doe's or Jane Doe. So here we have John Doe. This case is filed in Virginia in the circuit court for the city of Alexandria, which also has uh, more plaintiff-friendly defamation laws. Um, it should be pointed out. But this lawsuit against Matt Matt Schlapp is explosive and it recounts what happened. I want to show you the text messages, how this lawsuit is laid out. But what it alleges is that on October 19th, the Walker campaign had an event in Perry, Georgia, and this individual as part of their, uh, as part of his duties as a campaign staffer, uh, Matt Schlapp was at that event and this individual was to basically help Matt Schlapp go from event to event and to work with the campaign on VI VIPs like Schlapp and helping VIPs get to and from their events. Matt Schlapp then began text messaging uh, this staffer, and this is one of the messages that were on the 19th at about 3.14 p.m. Matt Schlapp writes, Matt Schlapp, thanks for the ride. Sorry I crashed, and I worry I started snoring. And then the staffer responds, no worries at all and enjoy getting to hang with a warrior for the cause. And then Schlapp responds, I have dinner at seven, may grab a beer after if you want to join, let me know. And then the staffer responds, I'd enjoy that. And then later, uh, Schlapp explains that he is having dinner at Capitol Grill. Maybe we can meet there. The staffer responds, on East Paces Ferry, that works for me. Just let me know the proper time and I will head that way. Because one of the things that's mentioned in this lawsuit, just about the staffer who now all the MAGA extremists claim is a Democratic operative. One of the things that it says is that John Doe 
is and has been since 2012, been involved in conservative and Republican politics. He has served political campaigns and political committees as a field coordinator, field director, grassroots director, and political director, among other positions in several states. And in 2022, had joined the Herschel Walker campaign. So just to go to show you that when all of the schlaps of the world and people like that say this is a Democrat, is not a Democrat. That's just what they do whenever they're uh, cornered and whenever they're accused of wrongdoing, just call the other person a uh, Democrat. So then what uh, goes on to say, they meet at Capitol Grill, they meet at the restaurant for a little bit, they then go to a bar, Manuel's Tavern, and then in Manuel's Tavern, uh, it, John Doe alleges that Schlapp was being inappropriate with him at Manuel's Tavern, so that John Doe just says, look, let, let's go back and and like we're done, and then he's going to drive Schlapp back to his hotel, I think he's staying at like a Marriott courtyard in the area, and then while he's driving Schlapp back, Schlapp grabs John Doe's crotch, it is alleged and repeatedly tries to repeatedly does touch him over and over again, causing the male staffer to kind of freeze up and doesn't know what to do. He then drops Schlapp off. And then the next morning lets Schlapp know, this is on paragraph 36 of the complaint. I did want to say I was uncomfortable with what happened last night. The campaign does have a driver who's available to get you to Macon and back to the airport. There was a speech the next day in Macon, Georgia, and they then uh, figured the campaign actually did the right thing here and removed John Doe from having to uh, any, do any more work with uh, Schlapp after John Doe reported what had occurred to the campaign. And then when uh, John Doe sent this message to Schlapp, Schlapp immediately responded by sending a text message asking John Doe to, quote, please give me a call. Mr. Doe did not call Mr. Schlapp. Then, paragraph 38, Mr. Schlapp attempted twice to call John Doe at approximately 7.53 a.m. Mr. Doe did not answer these calls. Mr. Schlapp attempted a third call to Mr. Doe at approximately 8.09 a.m. Mr. Doe did not answer the call. So, Schlapp starts repeatedly calling John Doe after John Doe says, what you did to me was inappropriate. And then Schlapp attempted one further time on October 20, 20, October 20th, 2022 to communicate by a text message sent at 12, 12 p.m. And this is what he wrote. He said, if you could see it in your heart to call me at end of day, I would appreciate it. If not, I wish you luck on the campaign and hope you keep up the good work. How disgusting is that? Then what the lawsuit recounts is how on January 2023, specifically January 5th, the Daily Beast wrote an article on this. We go to 45, and this is what Miss Schlapp, Mercedes Schlapp, um, had wrote to uh, individuals uh, who were in a neighborhood group and give credit to this lawyer and give credit to John Doe. They got their hands on what Miss Schlapp was saying. She says to her friends, quote, we have learned that the accuser is a troubled individual. He has been fired from multiple jobs, including one firing for lying and lying on his resume. We are sticking to our lawyer's statement with God's help. We will have stayed strong and the girls are amazingly strong. What the lawsuit points out, paragraph 49 
Mr. Doe has never been fired for lying on his resume. And Ms. Schlapp's statement was false and defamatory. Everything she said there was a lie. Then the lawsuit says not only is Mishlap then saying that, then all of their friends in the neighborhood group start spreading these rumors on social media, on Twitter and elsewhere. And they're saying, quote, the Republican strategist, he's not a strategist. He was a 39-year-old volunteer driver who had been fired from multiple campaigns for lying and unethical behavior and chose not to point it out. And then the lawsuit points out on paragraph 52, Mr. Doe was not a volunteer driver, nor was Mr. Doe fired from multiple campaigns for lying and unethical behavior. Both statements are false and defamatory. Then it goes on to show that the same person saying he wasn't young. He was 44 years old, volunteer who has been fired from multiple jobs. It goes on to say Mr. Doe is not 44 years old. He was not a volunteer driver. Nor was Mr. Doe fired from multiple jobs for being a habitual liar. All three statements are false. Count one battery for sexual assault against Mr. Schlapp. Paragraph 58, Mr. Schlapp aggressively fondled Mr. Doe's genital area in a sustained fashion, unlawfully and offensively touching Mr. Doe. Count two, defamation against Mr. Schlapp. Count three, defamation against Mishlap, with all of those comments I just read. Count four, a conspiracy based on their combined conduct. And this uh, lawsuit is seeking monetary damages for the uh, conduct. It's seeking for count one, $3.5 million plus punitive damages in the amount of 350000 For count two, $1.5 million plus punitive damages in the amount of 350000 For count three, $1.5 million dollars plus punitive damages for 350,000 and for count four, 1.5 million in punitive damages of $350,000. And it's asking for a jury trial, a very powerful lawsuit here. And this is Mr. Schlapp's response. Let's post that. This is through the lawyers for uh, Mr. Schlapp and Ms. Schlapp. Quote, this anonymous complaint demonstrates the accuser's real agenda, working in concert with the Daily Beast to attack and harm the Schlapp family. The complaint is false and the Schlapp family is suffering unbearable pain and stress due to the false allegations from an anonymous individual. No family should ever go through this and the Schlapps and their legal team are assessing counter lawsuit options. So now Schlapp is threatening to sue the individual here um, who has filed this lawsuit to file a counter lawsuit against the individual. Well, good luck with doing that seems to be completely and entirely without merit and utterly uh, offensive. But we will keep you all posted here on the developments. And it's worth noting as well that the Schlapps and their CPAC, that's again, the organization that throws those events where they call the insurrectionists political prisoners. And they have that sign that says, we are all domestic terrorists at those weird fascistic events that they hold. And of course, the Schlapps are intensely, intensely anti-LGBTQ. Um, they're 
uh, pioneering legislation to try to attack and take away the rights of the LGBTQ plus community. I mean, real, real, real uh, discriminatory stuff and hateful stuff that they direct at the LGBTQ plus community. Meanwhile, you have Matchlap now being accused of aggressively groping and sexually assaulting this male staffer uh, from the uh, who used to work at the Herschel Walker campaign. We'll keep you updated on the development with this lawsuit. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit the subscribe button. We are on our way to 1 million subscribers thanks to your support. Also, check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Midas Touch. We have a lot of exclusive content you could only get on our Patreon site, but most importantly, it helps grow this independent media platform. Until next time, I'm Ben Micellis. At Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy, and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right, gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.